The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and I am basically calling an audible today. I've been in the midst of teaching the book Setting a Trap for God, the, Ara- the Ancient Aramaic Prayer of Jesus by Dr. Rocco Erico. And I'm going to pause teaching that book and go back and finish the chapters later because I was being led to teach some other material right now. And the first thing that I was led to teach was the book, The Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. So because of that, continue working with your setting a trap for God, but we're going to do a hard shift into the dynamic laws of healing by Catherine Ponder. We're also going to have interviews with different people who are going to be talking about different subjects. So depending on the situation in the week, I might be teaching one week dynamic laws of healing, an interview next week, or three weeks of dynamic laws of healing, and then an interview et cetera, et cetera. I want to make sure that um, I'm following the guidance of spirit as it it comes to me. So for those who don't have the book, I'm going to be doing an introduction today of the Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. And hopefully this will give you an opportunity to get the book. I know the book is available on Amazon.com. I know that it's sold through Divorce and Company. I don't know how fast their processes are, but I know that they published the book. So you can, if you can't get it on Amazon for whatever reason, you can get it directly from the publisher. And I also know that this person, Catherine Ponder, if you go back through my archives of more than 450 episodes of Truth Transforms over 11 and a half years, you will discover that I've taught a lot of her books, Open Your Mind to Prosperity. I think I've taught Prospering Power of Prayer, Secret of Unlimited Prosperity, Dare to Prosper. I've taught my fair share of her books. I'm a big Catherine Ponder fan, to say the least. And she was a good friend of my spiritual mother and mentor and pastor, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. They were in seminary together studying to become ministers at Unity uh, Village back then when it was called the Unity School of Practical Christianity, where Reverend Coleman and uh, Reverend Catherine Ponder actually learned new thought. Now, so today I'm going to work on some introduction stuff. And next week or the week after, depending on, again, how spirit leads me, I'm going to jump into chapter one. So. Before I start reading from the book, I want to read some definitions from Charles Fillmore out of the revealing word. The first definition is his definition on the word heal. He wrote, heal, to make hell, soul, sound, or whole. That comes from Webster. He wrote, to bring forth the perfect Christ man that exists within each of us. I'm going to say to bring forth the perfect Christ being or idea or expression that exists, or I'll say idea because the expression is to bring it forth. 
to bring forth the perfect Christ idea or being that exists within each one of us. So to when people are working with the concept of spiritual healing, they're trying to express, to manifest, to demonstrate the wholeness of God. That's the Christ within you, the wholeness of God, the I am within you into expression as bodily health. Then he wrote under healing. Again, he used the Webster's dictionary definition first. Restoring to original purity or integrity. He wrote, The first step in all spiritual healing is to believe, and the next step is openness and receptivity to the stream of healing life. Through the exercise of faith and our words, our spiritual quality is fused into unity with the power of Christ, and the work is marvelously accomplished. Now, this has a several layers. So let's just address those. The first one is the first step in all spiritual healing is to believe. Now, what does that mean? To believe means to accept is true. Do you believe, can you believe that you can be healed? Do you believe that you can be healed? You know, Jesus often said to people, do you believe? Why did he ask that? Because he needed that to lever as a lever into the healing. And he said, why would Jesus need that as a lever in the healing? If you go back and you read the gospel, gospel narratives, it says that when Jesus went home to Nazareth, he couldn't do uh, great works because of their unbelief. Why? Because that was Mary and Joseph's boy. Now he's a young man and he's going around telling people that he can heal the sick. And do all these other miraculous things, they couldn't see him in that light. Therefore, they couldn't believe that he had a, a spiritual understanding, a, a spiritual awareness that allowed him to do those type of things. Now, so the first step in all spiritual healing is to believe. You have to believe that the power is within you. You have to believe that with God, all things are possible. You have to believe. You have to believe. You have to believe. And then it says, and the next step is openness and receptivity to the stream of healing life. What does that mean? That means that God within you is already, already a healing power. God within you is already life. Life is the idea and divine mind of activity. It shows up. In humanity is health, and vigor, and energy, vitality. I, I want you to really get it. All right. It's already within you. But the mind is sort of like a faucet. It can determine, just like a faucet can determine the stream of the force and stream of the water that comes through your pipes in your home or apartment or any pipe that has a faucet. The mind functions as a faucet. It will determine how much can flow out, or is it a drip, or is it overflowing? Now, so we have to be open and receptive to this healing life that's already within us. You know, uh, one of the things that Reverend Coleman used to often say is, you know, I am the life of God that knows no age. 
that was one of her ways in which she would work through the process of her healing journey. And to be able to be a, a, a minister of a mega church, you know, well into her mid 80s. And of course, she made a transition. She was around 94, I believe. But she was functionally leading the church, powerfully leading the church into her mid 80s. Now, why is that important? Because she was saying in her mind that there's a healing life within me. There's a restoring, regenerating, renewing power within me, the life of God that is perfect, whole, and complete. Then it wrote, then Fillmore wrote, through the exercise of faith and our words, let's stop there, through the exercise of our faith and our words. In other words, what you're seeing in faith, this wholeness, this possibility, this potentiality, you have to proclaim with your word. In other words, your words can't disrupt what your mind is seeing because your words are really a tale to what's happening in your subconscious mind. So you might consciously visualize and hold something in faith and then your own words coming out of your subconscious based upon core beliefs are actually disrupting what you're seeking to do. So as we raise in consciousness through faith in our words, we harmonize with the perfect power of the Christ within us to be able to show up as the demonstration of health. Fillmore went on to write, all healing is based on mental cleansing. Let's stop there. All healing is based on mental cleansing. If you are the image and likeness of God, if you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law, then there is an aspect of you, regardless of what you've been through in life, that's perfect, whole, and complete. That's the spiritual you. That's God's idea of itself. That's the Christ. That's the I am. That's the word. So when you mentally cleanse yourself of error beliefs, the Christ in you, through you, as you, can shine forth in expression through your body, life, world, and affair. So he went on to write, when the mind is free from error thoughts, harmony in the body ensues. So when I was in my early days of New Thought and Reverend Coleman was, you know, the preacher, she had, she had a pet statement many pet statements. She was known for quick aphorisms that she would say, like it works if you work it, or I'm the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing, or no organization can rise higher than the consciousness of the leader. But one of the things that she used to often say was, there's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. There's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. The revelation of God created the experience of wholeness. You don't have to fight dis-ease and the illness and the pain as much as you need to understand how to reveal more God. The revealing of more God handles the issue. The understanding of more God handles the situation. 
what we are seeking to do is understand and express more God. Because all healing is based on mental cleansing. He went on to write, when the mind is free, excuse me, I read that part already. Permanent healing is never accomplished until the mental cause of the disease, the error thought, is removed. So what he's saying is, after, you know, even when you're dealing with the physicality of the issue, you have to make sure that you cleanse the mind of the belief. Don't own a disease. Don't own an illness. You know, one of the things that we would often say, and we'll get into this in the Catherine Ponder book at, at the when it's appropriate in the chapter where she really drills down on it, but stop owning and claiming the disease, my this, my that, or using I am in a negative way. Well, I am a, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of that, we have to affirm, I'm a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. One last thing from Fillmore, and then we're going to take a break, then I'm going to read the introduction of, teach the introduction, rather, of Catherine Ponder's book, The Dynamic Laws of Healing. This is under the word health for in the revealing word by Charles Fillmore. He wrote, a state of being sound or whole in mind and body. Oneness with the Christ mind assures perfect health. Now, what does oneness with the Christ mind mean? Oneness with the Christ mind means that there's an aspect within you called the Christ mind. Now, the Christ within you is the God's idea of itself, but there's a part that's the spiritual you. But in your soul, your awareness, your consciousness, there's an aspect of this spiritual awareness that we call the Christ mind. You, it also sometimes is called the superconscious mind. In the Bible, they might use different terminology, like the secret place of the Most High. It's a space within your own soul when you take your conscious attention away from the world and your prior beliefs in the subconscious mind, and you focus your attention on this higher awareness within you. And when you align with it, then you can express the wholeness and strength and vitality of God in your body. And of course, the health in your life, world, and affairs. Then he wrote, health is, a, health is the normal condition of man, meaning people, a condition true to the truth of his being. Health is from within and does not have to be manufactured in the without. It is the very essence of being, universal and enduring. Now, what is that saying? That's a mouthful. What it's saying is, that you're supposed to be healthy. Health is your birthright. Health is consistent with the truth of your being. You are created out of the image and likeness of God, which means you are created out of the image and likeness of wholeness. He went on to write, again, health is from within. It does not have to be manufactured in the without. Now, I'm not telling anybody not to take their medicine or go to the doctor or whatever. I get doctor checkups. If he tells me he take this or do that or, you know, drink more of this and eat less of that, I follow the directions. I don't have no problem with that. But what he's saying is that <laughs> those things that we do, whether it's medica medication or meditation, 
whether it's prayer or the pill, is to be able to activate the natural healing forces of the body and to stop the processes that are interfering with the natural flow. And what we're saying in the New Thought Movement is that can be done with the mind. With the mind. That the mind or your consciousness or your awareness can transform yourself physically. It can heal bodies. It can eliminate disease. And New Thought has a wonderful track record of demonstrating this, by the way. Uh, I think we need to do a better job personally in in making sure that we are uh, good historians of our testimonies. Because I've bumped into people in, in the New Thought movement that have had miraculous healings. And of course, I've told on this show many times about my miraculous healing from severe asthma 30 years ago. But I know people who have who have turned around incurable diseases, have turned around x-rays and CAT scans and MRIs because it works if you work it. God's wholeness already exists within you. Then he wrote, and this is where I'm going to stop before the break. That which seems to be sickness does not exist in truth. Oh, my goodness. How can you say that? That which seems to be sickness does not exist in truth. There's a difference when you start talking metaphysically about reality and existence. Reality is that which is permanent, enduring, eternal, unchangeable. Existence uh, means something that can come in to experience and expression and go out of it. In truth, in God, that's what it's saying. In God, in divine mind, in spirit, there is no sickness. There is no lack. There is no disruption. There is no chaos. There's only wholeness, harmony, love, grace, and abundance. That's why when we are more in alignment with this truth, we express it in our lives. The scripture says, your eyes are too pure to behold iniquity. We have to be mindful of that. So it's about time for us to take a break. So let me just remind you, as I'm working through this process of spiritual healing, I've taught spiritual healing numerous times on this show or this podcast already. So if you want supplemental material as you're working with the dynamic laws of prosperity, you can go back through my archives and listen to spiritual healing, the what and the how. You can listen to Christian healing. You can listen to uh, open your mind and be healed. I know those are three where I did extensive work on just spiritual healing. But as I was a soul evolving then, I'm a soul evolving now. And it's always good to look at a thing at your current state of consciousness as you lean on what you wrote before. I often tell people, for instance, that Charles Fillmore, one of my favorite writers, wrote over 60 years. 
Therefore, if you read his book, Christian Healing, and then you read his book, Jesus Christ Heals, it seems like it's two different authors, but it just shows the evolution of a person's thought. Doesn't mean good or bad. You know, Christian Healing, in my opinion, is an easier and simpler book to read and teach and understand for a person trying to get the fundamentals. Jesus Christ Heals is where he was toward the you know, maybe the last decade or so of his life, different conversation. So uh, let's take this quick break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with Reverend Gayla McDowell. We got to get into it now. So we're in the midst, again, as I said before, I'm calling an audible and I'm postponing or pausing, teaching Setting a Trap for God, and I'm teaching The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. I strongly encourage you to get the book, to purchase the book if you don't have it. I strongly encourage you might say, well, I'm not working with a spiritual healing issue right now, but you know, someone who could hope could use your healing consciousness as you develop it. And this consciousness can also be the method through which you keep something that possibly could show up in your life from showing up. All right. So maintenance and, and keeping something away is much better than trying to heal something that has already shown up. So you might say, well, I don't have an issue, but guess what? You can keep it away by having the right consciousness. All right. And if something does show up, you have tools to deal with. All right. In the book, in the introduction, I'm going right to page two. All right. She talks about a lot of different people who think that healing is, you know, is for certain people, you know, doctors or chiropractors or, you know, I would say, you know, acupuncturists or, you know, supreme meditators. I don't know. Faith healers who lay hands on you, et cetera. We might think that that's just for them. But no, healing is for everyone because everyone has healing power within them. All right. So she wrote on page two, in spite of recent enlightenment, most people still think that their health is dependent upon some outside source, a spiritual, psychiatric, medical, or chiropractic specialist. They believe this, even though these specialists invariably point out to them that, that all treatment is for the purpose of activating health within them. Most people have not learned the healing secret of the ages. That health is basically an inside job, mentally as well as physically, 
no matter how successful a treatment is in time of illness, a person often becomes sick again and again because he has not gotten at the cause of his illness. Ill thoughts and feelings about himself, others, his creator, and the world in which he lives. These ill thoughts constrict the life force within him, causing dis-ease or lack of ease. So let me just start off right off the bat by saying this. Your thoughts about yourself, about other people, about life, and about God can affect your health. What you think about somebody else that you don't like can harm your health. What you don't like about some other situation can cause stress, anxiety, frustration in your in the cells of your body because your body believes every thought you think, every feeling you have, every belief you hold, and every word you say. I just want that to land right here and right now. That the reason it is the reason why we have to keep our consciousness clean is because consciousness produces form. It doesn't make the difference if I'm thinking the thought about somebody else. I'm thinking the thought. And remember what Reverend Coleman used to say: "I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing." I can think myself into health, and I can think myself into sickness. I can think myself into peace, and I can think myself into anxiety, frustration, and fear. I can think myself into love, and I can think myself into anger. I can think myself into prosperity, and I can think myself into lack. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. Allow that to land. Allow that to land. I think a plane might be going over me. I'm hearing something in, in, in my headphones here. I think it might be a helicopter or something above. All right, let's see here. So one of the, one of the other things that she wrote was on page three. She wrote, in this book, I wish to share with you some of the laws of healing that deal with the cause of ill thoughts and feelings. More than just analyzing the cause of disease, these healing laws show you how to turn on the right thoughts and feelings from deep within your own being and thereby changing the whole pattern of your thinking and consequently your health. In other words, yet again, as you study these processes, techniques, and she calls them laws, uh, what you'll end up doing is, if you follow them, it'll help you shift your consciousness. Now, remember what the Apostle Paul wrote, uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There is no transformation without a renewed mind. If you want a transformed life and you want a transformed body and you want a transformed health and you want a transformed wallet, 
You have to have a trans, a renewed mind. Renewal comes before transformation. You want something new because if not, the old script is just going to play itself out consistently until you change it. I hope that lands. All right. She goes on to write, and I'll cover some of these, but I'm not going to drill down on them because I'm talking about techniques. She wrote, This book is filled with the healing accounts of people of various races, creeds, nationalities, faiths, in all walks of life who have quietly shared with me their healing experiences and how they feel those healings occurred. Sometimes their healing came in conjunction with spiritual, medical, chiropractic, or psychiatric help. Sometimes they did not. Regardless, these people realized that they had healing power, that it was easier to turn on, that it was easier to turn on than most people think. In other words, some people did it solely with the mind, and some people did it in conjunction with other methods and modalities. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. You have the spirit of truth within you. You have the Christ within you. You have the I am within you. This is why you have to pray, turn within, and you have to get your own inner guidance, follow your own intuitive knowing about your method. What I'm going to do today is give you the, a start to, starting today with this new series is give you a teaching that you can apply to your own life as God leads you. Again, as Emmett Fox would say, there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. So I'm not asking anybody to demonstrate past their understanding. What I am hoping you do is that you increase your understanding. Again, there's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. The more I understand God, the more I know God, the more I reveal God, the more wholeness shows up in my life, world, and affairs. That's how it works. All right. Then she goes into the first step toward healing. We're still in the introduction. She wrote, as the first step toward healing, let us analyze the book's title, The Dynamic Laws of Healing. The word dynamic has the same root as the word dynamite. That which is dynamic is powerful, forceful, filled with energy, and leads to change. Then she wrote, a law is a principle that works. All right? So you know that the law of flotation works when you are in harmony with the law. In other words, your boat won't sink. We know that when you are in harmony with the laws of aerodynamics, your plane will fly. There are laws to things, and when you are, when you are in alignment with them, you get the results. So this is about learning the laws of spiritual and mental healing. That's what this book is about. The laws of spiritual and mental healing. All right? How does the mind align with the wholeness that's already within it so that it can express God's wholeness? God's wholeness. You know, it makes me think, I can't remember the lady's name right now, um, that she had um, cancerous tumors all over her body. And, you know, she had, uh, you know, flatlined in the hospital. 
And in the midst of the flatline experience, you know, she had all of these spiritual awakenings, you know, you know, altered state of consciousness dynamics when she realized she wasn't supposed to, it wasn't her time to leave. And when she came back, the revelations and the realization she got in that small time period, she actually caused her to have something miraculous. And in her book, and I don't have it in front of me right now because I wasn't planning on teaching this, was that not only could she see spatially, you know, you know, people say out of body, she could see what was happening. She could see down the hall, out of her room, down the hall, one of her relatives talking to the doctor. She could see all of these different things happening uh, while she was going in and out of these altered states of consciousness before she flatlined, when she was completely in a coma. When she came back, when she was brought back, what ended up happening was all of the cancer uh, cells in her body started to leave. I mean, basically, her body starts fighting back. She was literally a shell of herself with all these tumors all over her body, and they all, without medical, a medical reason, all disappeared over the course of a very short amount of time. And that woman, by the way, this happened maybe, I found out about the lady years ago on Dr. Oz, maybe about 15 years ago, which meant that, you know, it happened before that. And she's still alive today because I follow her on Instagram. And she's had medical, her, the doctors who were, worked with her verify it. She's had other doctors look at her chart uh, to see what was actually happening, read the test. This is what was happening before, and this is what happened afterwards. So, you know, they'll say the cancer tumors went into remission. I'll say there's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. Once she came back with a new revelation of her spiritual wholeness and that God was the life in her body and that life was perfect, whole and complete, those cancer tumors could not stay in her body because they weren't a match anymore. She just wasn't a human being having a human experience. She was a spiritual being having a spiritual experience, just showing up to others as a human experience. So she went, so Catherine Potter went on to write. There are, she says, um, we would agree with the brilliant scientist, Sir Isaac Newton, an early explorer of natural laws, that there's one set of natural laws for the physical world. But let us go further. There are also higher mental and spiritual laws than those usually used on the physical plane of life. Jesus knew and used them constantly. These higher mental and spiritual laws are so powerful that they can be used to multiply natural laws, neutralize natural laws, or even reverse natural laws. The testimony of the woman I gave you earlier actually reversed it. She didn't just neutralize it, the cancer, she eliminated it out of her body without the doctors understanding what was happening. This person was, you know, a shell of herself physically, 
lost weight, you know, all the stuff that goes along with that situation and circumstance was, you know, family flying in. It's time to make your peace. Actually checked out for a short amount of time, came back. And when she came back, the healing process began. So I just want you just to be present to what's possible. So when we get into the next chapter, the shocking truth about healing, which is chapter one, you'll have an opportunity to really drill down on this. That healing is possible for you. I want you just to, while you're working on this, I want you just to pray about what you need to release and eliminate, which we're going to get to in um, when we go through the book, because it's a chapter on that process too. But I, I want to start this process earlier. What do you need to release and eliminate as far as thoughts, beliefs, and actions? In other words, are you putting things in your body that you don't need to be putting in your body? Are you being excessive with anything that you're putting in your body? Uh, eating, drinking, or recreationally? I want you just to be mindful of that as you're working through this process. Do your prayer work. We're going to go through a journey and we're going to work with these laws, these healing laws to help you have a greater awareness of the healing force, the healing power that resides within you. You don't have to go to anybody. Sometimes it's necessary to have people pray with you because, you know, as they have a higher consciousness, a higher awareness of this. They can be a person that can help be, become a bridge to your own awareness. So I'm a big believer in collective prayer. I'm a big believer in being around people of higher consciousness. You know, for those who are, you know, you know, attend Christ Universal Temple, you know, we have a 24-hour prayer ministry. For those who are in the unity movement, you know, you have silent unity. They, you know, that's pretty much 24 hours, I believe, as well. And other new thought groups, sometimes you might need to call. You know, sometimes I'll tell people. And let me just put this out there now. If you're working with a serious health challenge, um, I would do something like, okay, 21 days or 40 days straight. I would get up every day morning and call a, a prayer line. Now, because I'm a New Thought Christian, I'm going to recommend that you use a New Thought healing, you know, somebody that's connected to the Universal Foundation for Better Living, like Christ Universal Temple or one of our sister churches, Silent Unity out of Unity Village. Um, Centers for Spiritual Living. I don't know if they have one. That's the Science of Mind, Religious Science Group. You want to have something that's not going to conflict with thoughts that I'm going to be teaching you through the course of this series. I want you just to be mindful of that. If you need, to, like literally call and say, I'm praying for divine health, a realization of divine health and divine order in my body. I'm praying for a realization of divine order and divine health in my body. You can even say mind and body if you want, but just be focused on what you're seeking to demonstrate. All right. We're going to work it. We're going to do what we need to do to be in the space. And if you need to, again, you need supplemental information, go back and listen to those old podcasts. If I was working with a serious healing issue, I would listen to one every day. I would just inundate myself with truth as much as I could. As much as I could. Somebody talking about spiritual healing, I, you know, and I'm recommending my material because I can stand behind my material. But there's other people who I love to, you know, obviously 
or just powerful new thought messages in general that can just help your mind stay in alignment. But I want you to focus primarily just on your healing right now. Get the consciousness of healing because it works if you work it. So I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. God bless.